Good evening, morning, or afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 11 of the Gridiron Podcast. I am Gus Handler. As always, my co-host, Casey Jover. How are you doing, Casey? Good, you? Good, good. What's better now? Uh, and we're joined by Southern correspondent, Reed O. Handler. Reed, how are you doing? Doing good, guys. I appreciate you having me back. No problem. So today we're going to go over uh, the draft picks, 1 through 10, and uh, pretty deep analysis. Yeah, pretty deep analysis. I should say the uh, teams that drafted one through ten um, in the 2016 NFL draft. We'll go over a little bit about their, you know, how we thought about their draft, um, some of their uh, free agency moves, um, and then we'll kind of preview what we expect uh, for 2016. So let's get right into it with the number one pick, Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, they traded up. Uh, with Tennessee, and they addressed probably you know their biggest issue uh, with the quarterback and Jared Goff. They also had a really nice uh, free agency period. Um, it, you know, it'll be interesting. Obviously, you know they went to Lo- you know they moved to Los Angeles from uh, St. Louis, so uh, it'll be an interesting year uh, for the Rams. We'll see, you know, if they can get a, a nice fan base out in LA. I know we touched upon that before. Um, but obviously, you know, they, like we just said, they got Jared Goff, and they gave up a lot of picks. They gave up a lot of picks for uh, moving up. But you know, another guy who I could I could see making a uh, a big impact in year one is Farrell Cooper from uh, South Carolina. I know Reed, you can kind of speak being in uh, SEC uh, country down there. He, he he'll be pretty good in the NFL. What do you think? Yeah, I I, I think he'll do well. I think. Another thing that the Rams, that no one really has talked about, is that they did lose to Norris Jenkins also in free agency, and I think that's going to yeah. be a big loss for them. I mean, he, he was someone that solidified their secondary. I would say he was their number one corner at the end before he before he was a free agent, and they let him walk. I mean, I understand why, but you're, you're not only giving up all these picks to get golf, but you're letting some of your best players walk. I, I just, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not sure how that deep. I mean, they, they. Uh, they lost Laurinaitis, they lost Chris Long, and they lost Janoris Jenkins off that defense, and then they gave up all those picks to get the quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Goff plays, if Goff plays immediately, which I'm assuming he will, but um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, you know, I think that was what a lot of people were concerned about. They gave, like you just said, Reed, they gave up so much for that pick. Man, if Jared Goff, you know, turns out to be a bust, that'll set him back. I mean, there's no telling. You know, that they might be the new Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed that they, um, we mentioned they lost to Janoris Jenkins to the Giants, um, and they didn't even draft a cornerback. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They Which I thought was really weird. I mean, they drafted a middle uh, middle linebacker, tight end, because a coach lost Jared Cook to the Packers. They um, let uh, Lord Ines go to the Saints, right? Yes. The Saints. And um, I think wide receiver was huge for them because they, uh, I don't think Tavon Austin's going to be your number one guy for rookie quarterback. He needs more of a, like, a, Hopkins guy, where it's more uh, possession, something you can kind of go to in a in a in a pinch. Right. I think him and Tavon Austin are gonna be good buddies for sure. Yeah, no, um, I mean, and also today I just saw that uh, their safety, um, what's his face from uh, oh T.J. McDonald from USC, just got a, a, a possible DUI too. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, it, it seemed like that defense was the strength of their team at mm-hmm. one point, and now yeah. it's like they're losing some of the key parts, pieces of that defense. They still have what, Alec Ogletree. They'll still have Robert Quinn. Aaron Donald, too. Um, Aaron yeah. Donald. 
So, I mean, they still have some pieces on that defense. It's just a matter of if the younger guys they have can step up and fill the shoes of the guys that have left. And, and Jared have, Goff can be the Jared Goff that they expect him to be. They have Mark Barron to a linebacker now. I forgot yeah. about that. Interesting, interesting. Pretty good I can move. see that. I mean, he's, he's basically a linebacker of safety anyways. He's a big boy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like Casey and I, uh, Rito, we're looking at their uh, their roster right now. I mean, they got a. I mean, they got a pretty nice roster on paper, but it looks mm-hmm. like to me that if anyone gets hurt, it's kind of a big step it down. It is big time, big time. Mm-hmm. And that's the gamble you take when you give up the farm for one pick. And they're right. really sparse at um, <clears throat> DBs. It looks like they have obviously yeah. have uh, Tremont Johnson. They're going to be their number one cornerback, but. I can't look at another player on this roster. I think, mm, and he's, a, he was a rookie sure last year, wasn't he, or a, or a second year player last year? I think second year player. I think. Uh, I want to say like third or fourth because that was their big free agency signing, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's thinking of someone else. But yeah, I I, I definitely give them zero percent chance to win the division this year. But I think that they, sh- if golf plays the way that he should, they'll be trending upwards and not downwards. He actually, my, uh, yeah, Tremaine's in his, this will be his fourth year. Okay. So, but um, I guess he wasn't a free agent. I, I don't know who I'm thinking about. But, yeah, I mean, uh, they got a, you know, pretty nice offensive line. They grabbed that kid, uh, Isaiah Battle from Clemson, in the co- uh, co- uh, compensatory or. Um, supplemental. Yeah, supplemental draft, um, who is a kid out of Clemson who, uh, by some, uh, you know, by some people has a pretty nice upside. They obviously got Greg Robinson, one of the bigger draft picks from a couple of years ago. Um, a couple of veterans in Tim Barnes uh, and Rob Havistein from Wisconsin. Eric Cush too, who played for the uh, Chiefs for quite a while. So, and, and then I, mean, I think we forget to leave Todd Gurley. I mean, they have Todd Gurley. When it all comes down yeah. to it, they can just give the ball to the big guy, and hopefully, if golf isn't playing well, Gurley can run the ball well for him. Right, and, and that's one of the things too, like like you just said, where he can take a lot off a rookie quarterback. Big time. But the problem though is just looking at the wide receivers. I'm I'm just not impressed. I mean, Taylor Austin to me is not a wide receiver. He's like a he's a tool kind of guy, you know, in the backfield, like a wingman. Yeah, and we got. Is, this, is Stedman Bailey going to be playing this year? I know he had got shot last year. I don't know what his medical conditioning is like. He could be, but they have Kenny Britt. I guess as one. He's like your big. He's like your big body, and then you have he's Stephen better Bailey off. And, and, and Austin. But I love to see them kind of go after one of these guys in free agency, or uh, like a um, trade back down, or they haven't traded for a lot for the draft, but trade back in the first round somehow, maybe and gets um, like a Treadwell late in the first round or something like that. But I think they that's the only thing they're missing. Off, I know, I know. And real quick too, shout out to the Colorado Buff Nelson Spruce who's joining that wide receiver crew uh, as an undrafted free agent. Yeah. All-time leader in uh, Pac-12 receiving yards. I want to say receptions and maybe touchdowns. But wow. Yeah, big shout Steel. out to him. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the, you know, the general consensus is if they can stay healthy, they'll have a pretty nice team. Um, but, again, it's going to come down to you know, a tough division. I was going to say, I said that bottom half. Yeah. I, I, if not last. I mean, that's a yeah. – they're playing some of the top-tier teams. I mean, right. besides the uh, Niners – they're definitely it's, 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 it's Seattle and Arizona's division. Big time, yeah. Guys. And so I, I think they they take a chill pill and think, you know what? Let's rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Those teams are on fire. Let them do their thing. We'll still try. In, in two three years, our quarterback will be exactly. developed. We'll be established in LA with our new stadium, and, we'll and running back too. Right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, like you were just saying, I think it really is, especially now after 
some of the free agency moves that, you know, Seattle lost a lot of players in free agency. They did. Um, yep. So I think it might just be the Cardinals uh, conference and, you know, maybe you know, the Rams kind of take a back seat for a while, but keep off and uh, Todd Gurley, you know, improving each year and healthy. So mm-hmm. we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. But uh, moving on to another, you know, the second pick, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, obviously last year, or I should say this offseason, they got rid of uh, Chip Kelly. Uh, they got rid of a lot of his guys that he brought in. Um, I mean, we're looking now a ton of free agency signings. Um, but, uh, you know, they took uh, Kendon Wentz, or gosh, Carson Wentz with the second pick from North Dakota State. Um, I mean, what do you, let's see, what else? Well, they first they started out the season with um, trading um, Byron Maxwell and uh, Hugo Lonzo. Marco Murray. Um, <clears throat> to the, and to Mark Murray, to yeah. the Dolphins, and then Murray to the Titans. So that's some pretty big young players that they lost, or they decided to, um, to trade away. Uh, but they have, like I said, a lot of signs. They did re-sign Bradford too to a two-year deal before the draft. He was pretty unhappy too with that. So speaking of this, I read today that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have forty-six million dollars invested in the quarterbacks this year, which yeah. is roughly a third of what every. NFL team has like as a team. I mean, I even yeah. that's unbelievable. And only yeah, Carson, one, uh, Carson Wentz actually signed a deal today, twenty six mil guaranteed. I saw only one can start. Yeah, yeah. So they so they have what him, Bradford, um, and uh, Daniels, Chase Daniels, and, and yeah. Chase Daniels. They have signed in, in the past. A bunch of starters, huh? Yeah. Jeez, with that kind of money. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then and then Barkley's the fourth quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. No, right? he's, he's with out. the Cardinals now. Out, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So yeah, it it it, it just uh, it baffles me that Sam Bradford thinks he has a leg to stand on and complain about them drafting a quarterback and demand a trade when all he's done is make money and get hurt. I mean, it's like, come on, man. If, if you if you if you did your job last year and stayed healthy, they wouldn't be drafting a quarterback and they wouldn't be drafting as high as they were in the draft in the first place. Yeah, I I agree with you, and he's kind of like you just said. He was. Uh, I could see if last year he had a nice year. But he was—he knew he was going into a contract year. Definitely. And uh, he played half the year. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he had much to go off of. You know, looking at a new contract and looking for a trade. No, um, I just—I can't see them looking bad. They also cut Riley Cooper and Demico Ryan's. This team has so many holes. And I think they have honestly one of the worst drafts. Of yeah. Honestly, even I don't think even Wentz is that good of a pick. I mean, they needed that pick. Right. Basically, the way I feel about the Rams is the way I feel about the Eagles. They're gear, they're gearing up for the future. I mean, I, I don't under, I don't I don't just don't understand giving up all all that they did the same way the Rams did to go up to the second pick to get your quarterback. I mean, I guess the quarterback is that valuable nowadays in the NFL, but it, it better pay off if you're giving up that much because if not, you're 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 screwed for not only this year but years to come. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you and. And Case and I are looking over the draft right now. Um, yeah, obviously they're obviously you know, they took Carson Wentz with the first pick, but I they didn't have a second round pick. Yep. Their third round pick I actually like uh, Isaac Siamalo from uh, Oregon State. He's okay. a very versatile offensive lineman from there. But now I'm looking uh, now I'm looking down the list, and I mean uh, what, only name that really pops out to me is Jalen Mills yep. from uh, LSU as a safety, and that was a seventh round draft pick. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, in case you just noted that uh, they, you know, they traded uh, Mark Sanchez this offseason too. That's probably the best quarterback on the roster right. at yeah. that point. Yeah. 
No, I mean, and, and again, they traded DeMarco Murray, too. Who's going to play? I was just about to say, who's even going to play running back for the Eagles now? Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews. Right now, they have, yeah, Kenyon Barner from Oregon. You know, he's yeah. a Chip Kelly yeah. guy. We'll see if he sticks around. Uh, Byron Marshall, Ryan Matthews. And then the only other guy Small I see first. is... Smallwood's a rookie. Yeah, the only other guy I see is Darren Sproles. He's so it'll be Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles in my eyes. I don't know. I can see I can see how the Rams are, are uh, where the Rams are thinking because the Seahawks and the Cardinals are so much superior to the Niners and them in the division right now. The NFC East is wide open. I feel like if the Eagles could put it together, they could make a run. I mean, the Cow- let's be honest. The Cowboys, the Giants, and the, and the Redskins aren't, aren't blowing anyone's socks off right now. At least I don't think so personally. You know, I... Yeah, I can see the Giants. Is there, is there a clear-cut favorite that you see in your mind? In that I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I can't Gus here. So give you one. I will say right. if Tony Romo stays healthy, yeah. I can see the Cowboys taking it. But, like, that is a very big if. Yeah. I, I bet she does not play all 16 games this year. Yeah, no, I mean, I I just – but on, on paper right now, I think it's the Cowboys division. I could also see the Giants being a close second. Redskins, um, the one less. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say the Redskins, to be honest. If you were to ask me, I'd say the Redskins. I think, I think actually, Reed, I think that the NFC East is probably one of the most competitive in the in the league as of now. I feel they're all extremely close. There's not one team that's leading, but they can all do it. To me, a black and blue division. I feel like, I think Cowboys were gifted the fourth pick overall. Yeah. And they took advantage of that. And I think that that pick held them out a lot, and that's going to... Zeke Elliott behind that line, it's going to be... Not uh, only that, but they got two, essentially two first-round draft picks last year because they picked up the offensive lineman after the draft. And they got Jalen right. Smith, too, for the future. I mean... That's what he's just talking about, yeah. Oh, he meant, uh, yeah. He meant uh, Little Collins. Oh, you're talking about last year? Yeah, 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 last year. Oh, yeah, and this year, too. Yeah, Jalen Smith could end up being a stud next year. I think Kelly's I just, I, just I, I mean, I, I hope... I, I hate Kelly. I, 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 I don't care, but... That's just... A chance that I would not want my team taking, especially with nerve damage. That's something you don't want to mess. I with. thought it was a great pick, actually. Yeah, you know he'll take a you know take a redshirt year probably. You know uh, Jerry Jones says they won't uh, put him on IR, but you know we'll see if he's just. Uh, That's just Jerry being Jerry. One yeah, yeah. just kind of blowing smoke. But looking looking across their lo- their roster, I mean they have a pretty nice offensive line. Um, obviously, their linebacking core isn't as solid as it used to be. Um. Uh, okay, D backs. So I mean, like like we were talking about, they might be back in that. You know, let, let's kind of wait and see. A couple years down the road, we'll win some games, especially with the new staff in town. They're they're in a bridge year right now. Right yeah, now. they're in a, like the awkward teenage years where they're not quite big enough to you know compete with the big boys. You know, they're gonna. I agree. I think that might be one of their worst seasons as a franchise, personally. I, I, I got two questions for you guys and the viewers, too. Who Who is the opening day starter? And if Sam Bradford is not, is he on the roster opening day? They might pull... I don't know. They might pull a uh, like an RG3, RG3 on him. Yeah. Close, like, a, like a kid on the sidelines for the whole season. I agree. Yeah, playing, uh, what, and safety. Play, play, safety play, play Chase Daniel. Playing safety on the practice squad, yeah. yeah. To answer your question, Reed, I think that uh, Sam Bradford will start at the beginning of the season, and um, I think he will not finish though the season. I, I I would I would tend to agree with Case. I think he'll definitely be on the roster. He's in a pout like he is after the last half of the year, but I guarantee you after this year he'll be out of there. Yeah. And with all, they they they've said publicly, I know they don't want to car- start Carson Wentz at all this year. Do you think that they're going to fold on that aspect Definitely. also, or will he end up playing by the end of the year? I think he will. 
I, I think so too. I do too. I, I don't think within the last four games, when they're not in it, they'll throw him yeah, in the fire exactly. and let, let's see what he can do. We were just talking about Tony Romo staying healthy. I don't see Sam Bradford staying healthy the whole year too. No. Yeah, yeah. You guys made a glass. You know, I, and to be honest with you, I've never really been impressed with Sam Bradford. I never have. I thought. I mean, I think out of college, he was overrated personally. Yeah. I think. I just. Uh, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the Chase Daniel signing. If you're gonna, if yeah. you're gonna draft a quarterback, though. You know, what? I think that speaks volumes to. A, Your confidence in Bradford. Yeah, and and oh yeah, that I was gonna say that was B, but A, their confidence in Chase Daniels. That if you know, if uh, you know, pardon my French, but if shit hits the fan, they know that they at least have a guy that can step in there and be a, a quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. right. they don't want to be pulling the Chicago Bears of last year, pulling Jimmy, Cl- you know, Jimmy Clausen, who should have been a there. yeah, who should have been a practice, you know, practice squad player, a high school player. Yeah. So, you know. I, It'll be an interesting kind of like battle going into uh, training camp. Obviously, you know, probably, you know, publicize the heck out of it and whatnot. But I think Sam Bradford, you know, if healthy, starts the year, you know, and then we'll see down the road. But Side note, though, we did mention this earlier. Back to the first pick, the Rams are out of hard knocks. So keep an eye on uh, Jared Goff this year. True. Up close and personal. Just a side note. Yeah, that'll, that'll be definitely one of the I'll more interesting ones. I will. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. All right, so we'll go to the third pick, probably Casey's favorite pick of the draft, <laughs> Joey Bosa. All right, I'll take, I'll take him here. No, I'm kidding. Um, I thought that was a terrible pick. We discussed this in our, uh, in our podcast last week and in our podcast during the draft. I don't think that made the cut. But Bosa, I thought, was just not the right pick in that, in that category. I thought Buckner would have been a better pick on the D-line, whether he plays DT or D-end or even both. And I did hear that Bosa will be playing with his hand in the dirt as a true um, uh, D-end in a 3-4 defense. So he would blitz him the whole time. And we'll see if he has the uh, stamina, the uh, maturity, and the balls to, you know, play with the, with the big boys. I agree. And, uh, yeah, we, we definitely talked a lot about how we don't, uh, you know, we're not real big fans of Joey Bosa. I think but it was Reed that was more upset with Bosa than I was, but I'm not totally sure. No, I mean, I, you know what? <laughs> He's the best pass rusher in the, in the draft, and and and, uh, and you need pass rushers on your team. Go up, go go get him. I mean, what what do you need in the league today? I mean, look at the first three picks: quarterback, quarterback, pass rusher. I mean, and then offensive line. Those are the four most important positions in my mind. Yeah, and here's positions. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and, and I think I was just about to say I think one of the better picks was their third. I know I keep on bringing up you know better picks, offensive linemen, but I think one of their better picks was a third-round draft pick, Max Turk from USC. Uh, he played every position, you know, uh, center guard and tackle at USC. And their offensive line was one of the worst offensive lines last year. And they basically had a, a center by committee last year. So I think you draft a guy like that that has experience playing center. And I think one of the things that a lot of NFL teams are figuring out now is it is very hard to take a guard or a tackle, let's say a college guard or tackle, and move them down to play center because it is a very, very difficult position, and it's a hard position to learn on the fly. Very um, underrated, especially center. Uh, you got to make all the calls and everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got first of all, the, yeah, well, a lot of people find the mic. You, you, you got to snap the ball too, and then sure. you got probably the strongest guy right in front of you, <laughs> the strongest, heaviest guy right in front of you on their team. But yeah, another, I think in the line coming at you, you know. Yeah. Uh, Another, I will say this too, real quick. Another, I think, impact pick was Josh Perry from Ohio State. I would say he's a good pick. I say, actually, I like the number two pick 
Hunter Henry. Yeah, two through four was actually nice. That's pretty good. Josh Perry with uh, he's good. Uh, Denzel Perryman from Miami last year. That's a pretty nice. That's a pretty nice one too, right there at yeah. linebacker. I hope Perryman kind of uh, matured though, more of a just a downhill guy, more coverage. But I think they have a good, uh, good solid core. And I think last year was kind of a fluke in terms of their season. I think they're kind of gifted a third pick as well. They have yeah. a pretty good roster. It's kind of weird they had, you know, Melvin Gordon, Rivers. You know, they should have drafted another wide receiver to be honest. I think a bigger one, you know. But besides that, they're a pretty solid team. Just I think this they're kind of weak in terms of. Um, just strength, I feel like. I don't know, just, just, just kind of a pushover team, I feel like. You know, there's no... Uh, that's, why, that's why I think Bosa... I mean, it could, it, 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 in my eyes, it could, it could have been Ramsey or it could have been Bosa. It, it was just a determination on their on their, on their minds whether they, they prioritize pass rush or pass coverage more. And obviously, obviously they wanted to deal with the pass rush, so they drafted the best pass rusher on their board. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. And it, it kind of comes down to... Team like, needs. Yeah, team needs and wh- how where these players are in these teams draft boards. Reed, what do you think of this um, of this linebacking core here? Uh, Manti Teo, Denzel Perryman, Joseph Perry, and Melvin Ingram. It's pretty good, man. It sounds good on paper. It sounds very good on paper. But um, their secondary is lacking, though. I mean, they don't have Weddle anymore. I, 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 I couldn't even name. I couldn't even name anyone in the secondary. They did honest. sign Brandon Flowers or they had Brandon Flowers, and they did sign Casey Hayward. Okay. Two cornerbacks, I think, are decently solid. But yeah, they didn't lose a. Se- I think here a better pick would have been Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, I think, yeah, would have been the I, I to fill that. Another thing that another thing that interests me is they haven't signed a veteran running back, and they didn't draft a running back, and now it's come out that Melvin Melvin Gordon had microfracture knee surgery in January, yeah. which is a very iffy surgery, and uh, that I mean, I guess it speaks confidence that they think he's going to be healthy for the season. Well, that, that's the only thing I can think of. Microfracture surgery is the same surgery that Miles Jack said he might need down the road. Yeah, and it's one of those surgeries where I, um, what's his name? Amari Stoudemire had it. Javon, Jadavian Clowney had it. Who is the other? Daquan Bowers, the big guy from Clemson, had it too. He's never been the same. I don't even think he's. I think that. Well, Gordon was kind of a bust pick. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I think we go back to. I mean, I remember Casey. You and I were talking about last year when it came down to. You know, they said the one and two was going to be Gordon. Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Gordon first though. Yeah, exactly. And and I, you and I were talking about how he kind of fits into that Wisconsin downhill, See, like one dimensional. He was drafted to the Cowboys. Yo, different yeah. story. He right. needs that old line. He's a straight line guy. You know, he's that speed first. But Gus and I were calling it. You know, we're not, we're not impressed, man. We know you have a good old line. Who, who couldn't do that? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, I, I, I never, I never, I never bought the uh, the Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I you know, he broke all those records. Yeah, um, that's and why. I think that that kind of like goes to like you know, in, you know, putting it under the uh, inflated stats category. Definitely. And um, but you know I'm looking over their offensive line now and it did they did make a lot of nice uh, acquisitions. They have a good line. I will say that. Uh, they grabbed Orlando Franklin, um, who's a, you know a proven veteran. They have DJ Fluker, who I know was playing tackle, you know, for the longest time, and he's listed as a guard now. And uh, Casey just mentioned too, they picked up Slauson through free agency. From the and then they got they got the stud tight end in the draft. So I mean, they're building an offense around. Rivers. And the best part too is, is that, that that secondary just sounds suspect. Is Henry can maybe kind of um, pull Rogers and follow you know Gates' footsteps? You know, learn the tricks. Exactly, of the trade. exactly. Yeah. I mean, who's who's Rivers' go-to guy? It's Gates. So, so what a great transition to go from. You know, I think they did a good job draft-wise. I think they did pretty well. 
I wish they addressed the DBs more often, but I guess only time was held. They also have Jason Barrett, though, too. He's a uh, DB. He, um, I, I believe, was a uh, wasn't he? Wasn't he with the uh, with the Bengals? No, I'm thinking of Roby. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Well, they have Verrett now, and they have Hayward, and they have Brandon Flowers. So they have a pretty good, a pretty decent cornerback. Um, and he, wasn't he Pro Bowl too? Yeah, yeah. And so Verrett's a Pro Bowl or cornerback. So they have at least one player back there that knows what he's doing. You thinking of Stan Verrett? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> But I think they I think they had an off year last year. He'll be back, I think. No, I I agree. I think like you mentioned, Casey, they were a lot like the Cowboys last year. They have Woodhead too. Yeah. And they also Long drafted uh, Derek Watt. Yeah. Fullback, uh, brother of JJ Watt. Is Chris Watt related to guys? No, Chris Watt went to Notre Dame. He's actually from Illinois too. Okay. Okay. It's just kind of funny of all three. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're going to be. I think they're of all the teams we talked about thus far. They have the best chance of improving their. I agree. Last year. And before you even say that, too, I think you throw a number two on that list, the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. who four pick. Uh, with number four pick took another Ohio State guy, Ezekiel Elliott. We've already talked. They took Jalen Smith in the second round. Um, everyone was talking about before how they might go the quarterback route. Um, I know there was a lot of talk on draft night that they were going to try to get back into the uh, first round and get uh, Paxton Lynch before the Broncos did, but... They ended up filling that need in the uh, fourth round with Dak Prescott. Um, but I think one of the, you know, obviously Casey's harped upon that Ezekiel Elliott with that offensive line is going to be dangerous. It is. Um, and, and I think another nice pick, um, if he can get, you know, if he can get the whole football thing down, will be Rico Gathers, the tight end from Baylor. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean. Tight end from Baylor. I mean the guard or the uh, side from Baylor. Yeah. And if you bring him in, and I, I, I can't remember exactly what the stat was, but I did see that last year the Dallas Cowboys had one of the worst red zone offenses. And throwing, throwing a ball to a guy like that, you know, basically like we'll see if he can be a Jimmy Graham uh, part two. He reminds me of a um, – What's your guy's name from the Packers? Rodgers. Not Aaron, obviously. Oh, uh, he reminds me of that kind of player. Yeah. He's more of a, of a dynamic, just a big player to hit in the end zone. Right. Um, just, uh, just a big big target to hit. you know. With, and I think, looking back, I had Witten in my uh, fantasy team, and gosh, was he just silenced he's, when uh, Rowan was hurt. So I think yeah. they definitely... He's, a, block, he's a blocker at this point in his career. Anyway. Uh, if, if even that. I think he's more of just a decoy. Yeah, he's definitely not a guy that's going to get that yak uh, yards after the catch. He's not going to blow by anybody. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like we were talking about, you know, Jalen Smith will probably take Reed. a redshirt year. Now, Reed, you were saying you weren't a big fan of that pick, huh? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I just wouldn't risk it strictly for the health issues. I mean, I, for as as a GM, I wouldn't risk my job over some 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 nerve damage in someone's knee. I'd rather take my risk with a healthy player, but. I mean, if he turn, I mean, he has major upsides. So, I mean, if the Cowboys feel like they're in the position where they can wait a year, and if it turns out to be nothing, it's not, it's not going to hurt their team that much, then good for them, and hopefully it works out. I will say this. Yeah, it, it, it was an interesting pick. Um, it kind of brings you back to the Marcus Lattimore pick a couple years ago where the, where the 49ers took him in the fourth round, where it's kind of, uh, all right, if he pans out, it's, it's a great pick. If he doesn't. But with uh, with uh, him, um, both of them he's done that. Both ACLs busted up, and his injury was a hell of a lot more gruesome than Jalen Smith's. I think he was a riskier pick, but I know, I I know what you mean. But I think I was more surprised he went before Miles Jack. 
That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, I can see him I being agree. drafted. They're, the second round is a lot different than the fourth or fifth round, though. Right. But I just think I think he's a player that's well worth the uh, risk, though, I think. I think yeah, him, no. him, him and Sean Lee, if he, if, if, say he does get healthy, knock on wood, I think that's a that's at least an eight-year tandem that could be dominant, like a Briggs or like kind of thing, you know, where it's just they're both fast, both ball hawks, you know, I, as if Sean Lee can stay uh, healthy. He's kind of made a class as well, so only time will tell. But I think they finally addressed that linebacker spot with uh, McLean getting older and kind of being lazy and kind of, kind of gave Smith a good gateway to being a starter in the future. Yeah, I know you're talking about linebackers. I know uh, they took Anthony Hitchens from Iowa a couple years ago in 2014, um, and I don't think he's been quite what they've been looking for. I know he's played a lot of games, but I don't think he's quite that, like you're talking about, that middle linebacker stopper. That you want, you know, yeah. that leader. Oh, they have Randy Gregory. Is right. he a linebacker or is he a DN? DN. 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 But, again, it kind of goes back to last year. Another risk player draft. Another second round. Yeah. And you go back to kind of he was a first-round value player, too. So, I mean, they had a great – I think they had a Good great draft, draft, draft last year, too. Uh, we'll see if they can make it two years in a row. Let's go over the O-line. That's kind of shaky, I think. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, yeah. We actually have some uh, – we have some breaking news on the Gridiron podcast. Uh, they just announced that Rob Gronkowski is going to be the Madden 2017 cover athlete. So, really, uh, Madden just curse. Thought I, just thought I'd break that. I got a, I got a, I got a text from Adam, so I figured I'd let, you, I'd let our uh, our viewers hear that before anyone else does. What do you think, Madden curse, Reed? Uh, I don't know. I hope not. I love Gronk. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens now that he's on the cover. Hey, let's make it. Let's get a get a poll here. What do you think he'll injure due to the Madden curse? Ooh. Well, uh, I'd say probably, I mean, he's heard everything already. I know. The bionic man. Yeah, he's pretty much duct taping. What do you think, Gus? What's he going to answer? Oh, man, I I could see a knee or something. I see like a broken hand. Knee or an ankle or an elbow. Broken hand or elbow or something like that. Something different. I wish the best for him, though. Oh, definitely, definitely. Not trying to put an axe on him. No, no. He also has (laughs) his own flavor of monster. No, I just, it's just, I want to be the, you know, breaking news on gridiron, you know? I want to be the first to call it, you know? No, for sure. No, but yeah, we're looking over the roster right now, and I think we've always touched upon how that fourth pick is kind of a gift this year. Oh, definitely. You know, they should have been there. They only had three wins last year with a you know banged up Tony Romo or a Tony Romo that you know didn't even play. So uh, you know, see if they can capitalize on that draft pick, and then you know if it's later this year or next year, get uh, Jalen Smith in the mix too. I think definitely. I think they we got the roster; it's pretty deep. Yeah. Depth two and DB, and I think they're going to have a pretty good year this year. I agree. No repeats from last year. I agree. You know, we were just talking about Miles Jack with the fifth pick. Um, uh, you know, I think one of the, the best players, if not the best player in this draft, was Jalen Ramsey, and I think that was like we talked about. Definitely could have seen the uh, San Diego Chargers taking him with the third pick, but I think number five. I think will start day one. And obviously, in the second round, they got Miles Jack, two guys that can, you know, probably step in day one and be uh, impact starters. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as high on Jack as everybody else was. I th- I'm not sure how his game will translate to the NFL. I think he's a great athlete, but I think he's going to take some time to find his way in scheme-wise, kind of thing. But I think Ramsey was a great pick. Um, I think he fits that that defense perfectly. Looking at this team too, they just drafted Sheldon Day as well. And I think he's a disruptive guy from Notre Dame, too, DT. I like him, too. And looking back at what they signed this year, they, on paper they are like a, 
like a Madden team that someone creates, yeah. so like ESPN team, you know, that, that you make. And it doesn't, doesn't look real, especially seeing it with the name Jacksonville in front of it. So I think I'm excited to see how, how, how they play. Um, they signed uh, Chris Ivory to be a uh, double duel with um, T.J. Yeldon, and I'm, I think Bortles will be... Jacksonville's a sleeper, man. I yeah. think he's going to be extremely um, grateful having two running backs that can seriously pound and ground. Yeah. It's going to be fun year to watch in Jacksonville. Those fans are really pumped up. I don't even think at this point we can call him a sleeper. No, yeah. everyone I mean, Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I think, I mean, you look over the roster, man, if they don't, if they don't win that division... They're out of there, man. Then Gus Bradley's going to be... Gonna if they be, don't win that division, I'll be surprised. Oh, definitely. If you had to um, make your own roster out of this, meaning like here, if you were the coach, who would be starting out of defense? Who, who would it be? Starting with the, they're a 3-4 or they're a 4-3. Yeah. Are they a 4-3? Uh, I think, I think they're 4-3. They yeah, they're, they're a 4-3. So uh, who would be your one, your one DN? Obviously, you know, we'll see... After taking kind of a redshirt year, if Dante Fowler Jr. will yeah. pan out. Yeah, I think he starts man of what? Yeah. At that time. Um, Mal Jackson, too. Yeah, He'll definitely. be up there. I'm like, oh, maybe Sheldon Day, too, at yeah, DT. Yeah, yeah, Possibly we'll see. in and out. I think linebacker-wise, they're pretty set, too. Miles Jack, Paul Pozlozny. Yeah. Another guy to actually have kind of watch and learn from a veteran. And that's right. Dan, Dan Scooter, too. He had a pretty good year. Uh, originally from, uh, what was it, from from uh, the Niners. Uh, yeah. So I think they're gonna have a fun year this year. I hope they do do well and play as well as they as they, as they should. Yeah, they, I mean, I think one of the things that I uh, we can all agree on is they have a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. But if there's one thing in the NFL, I mean, potential doesn't get you that far. No. You know, I mean, you got to come out there every day, and you know, no game in the NFL, I think nowadays, is a pushover. Oh. And they also signed Bajon Warren too. No yeah, idea. yeah. I think they signed him either yesterday or today, and I saw they didn't give him any guarantee. Not impact player. Yeah, I thought that was one of the worst picks the Colts ever made. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But hey, if he does pan out, good, good, uh, good for them. Another first round pick on that D line. Yeah, and I think you know we're, we're getting in, we'll get into the Colts later, but I think that was another one of those picks where they probably could have used it all on an offensive lineman. And now they have, you know, they not that they're paying for it now, but they last year now, yeah. Andrew Luck paid for it, yeah. and they addressed that issue this year by taking uh, Kelly from uh, Alabama. But no, I mean, I, I think we we talked about all this uh, off season and uh, all throughout the draft that uh, you know they're definitely be a team to watch this year, and I think my favorite to win that division. I think so too. I think they're going to be um, up there with the Texans. Those two are going to duke it yeah. out. And the Colts are. Uh, two incompletes, not balanced enough to be a complete team as a, a contender. Luck will carry them on a couple wins. They probably shouldn't have won, but that's what a good quarterback does for you. And the uh, Titans, I think they'll have a decent year, better than yeah. last year. They should do well. But I think this is one of the more competitive um, competitive uh, conferences now than it used to be. So right. I think they're going to – actually, I could see the Colts finishing last this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, the fact that they didn't pick up uh, – Jokel's uh, fifth-year option shows you that they're trying to be competitive now. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, so, you know, we'll see this year. I, I, I like them. And like I said last week, if you don't have, you know, if you don't have a team to root for specifically, I think this is kind of like the it team this that year. That is, yeah, that is. And they kind of, um, like they have a good mix of um, veterans and rookies too. Yeah. I like it. You know, it's a good mix. I agree. It's all going to come down to who plays better, Blake Bortles or Brock Osweiler, I think, in that division. I think so, oh. too. I like, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, next pick was Ronnie Stanley, the tackle from Notre Dame. To the um, Ravens. 
Yeah, to the Ravens. Um, and I think that, you know, we talked about going in the draft, it was Stanley and Tunsil one and two. Um, looking back on it, I think that they got the, they ultimately got the guy that they wanted. They did, um, who, they, who they pegged as their, as yeah, their player. Yeah, as their guy. Um, I mean, looking down the draft right now, their, I should say their draft right now, um, I mean, Casey, you talked about how last year, or uh, last week, how, I mean, two, three, I mean, picks two and three, uh, they could be... Uh, They're instant impact players. Yeah. They're ranked um, as one of the better drafts, too, this year by the, you know, by the so-called gurus. They you know, got an A in most of, their, most of their days, and I feel like they had a lot of draft picks. Now, obviously, the fourth round, they had, what, six? Yeah. So I think they did pretty well. They had Dixon, too, running back from Louisiana Tech. He could be... Almost in a starting role, pretty much. Right. They have well, who, who's there now? They have uh, Trent, Trent Richardson. Yeah, he's there now too. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a player to watch. But uh, in terms of Justin Forsett, also there. Uh, Telefario's there too, and Terrence West they signed as well. So, but I think, um, I, I think again, kind of a theme is another gifted pick. Yeah, Flacco got hurt late in the season. Yeah, so, I mean, what's a better gift to your quarterback who just tore his ACL than a brand new offensive lineman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look at the team now. It's, you know, uh, Timmy Jurgen. Um, who else? They signed Weddle, too. Correct? Suggs. Yeah, Weddle. Yeah. I mean, they have a good defense, a lot of good veterans. Suggs. I mean, they got, they got, they got, they got pieces. They, I mean, they, they, they're, they're, they're battle-tested. No, and again, man, is that a tough division. Look at that. Jimmy Smith, Darius Webb, and Eric Weddle are there. three of their guys in the back, DBs. So, I'm again, on paper – very solid, but then again. Jim, Jim, that Jimmy Smith, the Colorado buff himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they also actually got uh, Alex Lewis in the fourth round, who was at Colorado and then transferred to Nebraska. So and they also uh, brought back Steve Smith Sr. Yeah, Steve also, Smith will be there. So it's and they also brought back. He's, or, he'll, he'll definitely keep them playing hard. Oh, yeah. If it's his last year playing, he's going to stay on their asses. Mike Wallace, too. And another undrafted free agent from Colorado. I forgot about this. Stefan Nembot, who plays tackle. I also, too, a pick I liked was uh, Kenya Reynolds from Navy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All-time lean um, was a touchdown leader. Yes, um, yes. I think just, just like an H-back and everything Exactly. Back. Everything. He's yeah. going to be kind of fun teams. to watch. I remember, yeah, we talked about last week how... Uh, like I Dante think, Hall. I think Belichick last week was, or uh, I should say the draft, was pissed because that was one of his guys that he wanted. Such a know, Belichick guy. Yeah, he wanted to turn into an all-around. Like, just, a, like an Edelman type of player. I yes. think like a Wes Welker. Exactly. It'd be awesome to watch. Hopefully he pans out. Who's next up? Number seven? Uh, and also here, real quick, they might have one of the better tight end groups, too. Yeah, Ben Watson, too. They said Ben Watson. Watson. Max Williams. Dennis Pitta. Dennis Pitta. Yeah, that's good stuff. Unbelievable. Um, next, another team that was kind of in scrambles uh, this offseason was the San Francisco 49ers. They chose to, at least for now, um, hold on to Colin Kaepernick. Um, we'll see what Chip Kelly's got up his sleeve. Um, they took DeForest Buckner after last year, taking Eric Armstead, so two ducks in a row. Um, and then I, I said I said this last week that I really like their the 28th pick that they took, Josh, Josh Garnett from Stanford. I think he'll be a guy that can step in right away and start. Yeah, I think they, they were very high on him um, on ESPN. I think they were very surprised that he was taking over uh, Whitehair, who went to the Bears. Uh, Buckner, I think, is uh, ten times the player Eric Armstead was out of college. So I think though teams with the Buckner side, Armstead should do better. You would think he would be in single uh, um, covered 
Also, I picked I loved, who I was very high on, a small school guy, Appalachian State, um, Ronald Blair. Um, high motor guy, small school, but plays big when the, t- when the team needs him, and I think he's going to do very well uh, benefiting from Buckner and Armstead taking most of the blocks. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Reed. No, I was just going to say, I think I think Chip Kelly realizes his mistakes in Philadelphia, and instead of trying to sign a bunch of big-name guys and, and build the team super quick overnight, he, he's realized you build the team from the ground up. And like we said earlier, you start on the offense and defensive line and with a good quarterback. He seems to maybe think Kaepernick's his guy, and they, they drafted a defensive lineman and a good offensive lineman. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're moving in the right direction, I think. Yeah, right now, looking like you mentioned, and we uh, we mentioned before, you know, that there was some speculation that they were going to trade um, to try to get another quarterback for the draft or one that was already in the league. But looking at their quarterback roster right now, we got Colin Kaepernick, Blaine Gabbert, and then they drafted Jeff Driscoll, who was uh, originally at Florida and then transferred to uh, Louisiana Tech. And then they got Thad Lewis, quarterback from Duke. Um, I mean, if Colin Kaepernick isn't your guy this year, uh, it's I mean, wide. It's wide open it's, in my mind. I, I would. I would. Say, I don't even know. I, I I know, and it's kind of you know. Uh, let's see. When did they take Driscoll? Like a fifth or sixth round? Because Driscoll, I mean, he didn't play well at Florida, but he had a good year this year at Louisiana uh, State or Tech or wherever he was. Yeah, at. I mean, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that they didn't take a quarterback uh, earlier. Yeah. Um, maybe one of the guys that you know Chip Kelly could see running his uh, offense. So, well, I mean, I remember I mentioned Vernon Davis. Even maybe them picking him. I'm, I, I don't know uh, where he ended up going. But Vernon, uh, yeah, Vernon, Vernon, Vernon Adams. I said the same thing last he, time. Vernon Adams. Yeah, he had a tryout with the Seahawks, and he's trying out with the Washington Redskins this week too. Hmm. Um, that that'd be something to look into. I mean, Chip Kelly's a savage man. He'll he'll just start cutting guys if he's yeah. going to go for the system. I mean. No, I think he proved that uh, last year. Yeah, with the Eagles. It's either get with me or get the hell out of here. Yeah, and looking over the roster right now, it's kind of like a team, you know, obviously last year, was this is their third head coach in three years. They really are, they just look like a team that is looking for an identity. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I can't really, leader, pretty much. I can't really point out one strong point on their on their roster. I mean, maybe D-line's their best. Joe Staley's their best offensive player. He might be their best player all around. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Right. And uh, I know Eli Harrell was a guy uh, last year who yeah. got drafted from Virginia. Like fourth round pick. He's a yeah. big boy, but he played like tar- plays like uh, Jane, though. Looks like I agree. Yeah. Um, he reminds me a lot of Leonard Floyd. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. But we'll, 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 we'll get, get to that. That's a whole other story, yeah. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, we touched upon earlier with the Rams, man. It's basically Arizona and, and Seattle's division, so that's oh. going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough uh, couple games there. Or I should say, a tough season for the Forty uh, Nineers. I mean, do that. They do have Shane Scove though, and that guy's a he lays the lumber. I like that guy. Watch, keep an eye on him, linebacker wise. Him and Bellman laying the wood in San Fran. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we just said, I mean, it's a long. They they had a long fall from the Harbaugh days and the Super Bowl days. So, yeah. Um, you know, so we'll see about we'll see about this year, but maybe another uh, kind of a rebuild this year. Get used to the Chip Kelly. Oh, uh, they're gonna have to offense. But, Ooh, big pick. All right, so here's another pick we talked about earlier. I shouldn't say a pick we talked about earlier, but a team we talked about earlier, the Tennessee Titans. Um, in that division, that's gonna be kind of interesting this year with the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Colts. Um, they probably took one of my least favorite draft uh, selections this year in terms of at least the first round with Jack Conklin. 
uh, from Michigan State. Uh, you know, we'll see how he pans out. Just they, an awful pick. I think yeah, it was, a, so it was a reach. It was a reach. I, I, I certainly yeah, think I so. don't see the connection between him and the team. Does he no. know somebody there, or is there a scout that knows a scout that knows a scout? Or But I don't right. see why the Tunsil thing, I get it, but what the heck, you know, how, why? You know? Yeah, and I know in the second round they took Kevin Dodd, and then the, later in the second round they took uh, Derrick Henry, two picks that I, I like. Um, but I, I think another team, too, that you kind of – last week we talked about, and I know in previous episodes we talked about, they have a lot of guys on their offensive line, and they took very high in the draft, and, you know, just oh, quite man. haven't panned out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I recently – I saw that they didn't pick up Chance Warmack's, uh option – um, Brian Schwenke, who we talked about before, is a guy from Cal who just can't seem to stay healthy. Uh, Jeremiah Putasi, who last year was a, a rookie from Utah. Um, Matias from Florida State. Uh, Taylor Lewan from Michigan. Um, Taylor Mars from Wisconsin. Ben Jones from Georgia, who came over from the Texans. Andy Gaelic from Boston College, who was a rookie last year. And then, you know, finally, their uh, pick this year, Jack Conklin. A lot of guys that going into their you know, respective uh, years in the draft had a lot of upside, had a lot of potential, but I don't think have really panned out. out. Have, yeah, have panned out the way that they wanted well, like to. Chance Warmack, he was a first-round pick. Yep. Cotton was a first-round pick. Yep. No more than Taylor Lewan was a first-round first pick. pick. So, I mean, isn't that three years straight? Yeah. I mean... Well, they, they took Mariota last year. That's right, yeah. I mean, it was two of them. Yeah, I mean, it's three, three, oh, three tackles four in, four, in four years. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, guys. I would say Lawan's played well. I would say Warmack has been somewhat of a, a first-round bust. And then uh, I guess we'll see with Conklin. I, did, I just think maybe they were trying to trade down and couldn't, and they had to stick with the team needs. I mean, that's the only reasoning I can – But but why, and there weren't any pass rushers, I guess, that they were that were above Conklin on their board. That's the, only, that's the only thing I can see. I think one thing that would be very interesting to watch is this pick in terms of how Tunsil pans out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that this is a pick. You know, you talk about trying to protect a guy like Marcus Mariota, who had a great year last year, uh, played a lot of, or at least the end of it. I know on a, like a bummed MCL too, but you know, battled through it. Um, but it, I think it'll come down to you know, obviously all that draft day stuff happened. I should say draft night stuff happened with Tunsil. He slipped all the way to the Dolphins. But I think we'll kind of go back to this pick and be like, man, what if? You know, what if they would have took Tunsil instead of Conklin and, and how both like of those players would be? Peyton Manning instead of Ryan Lee. Exa- yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I think that'll be interesting. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But, uh, you know, kind of looking at their roster right now. Um, J.J. Watt instead of Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh uh, looking at their roster right now, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, one of their strong points next year will be uh, running backs with Derrick Henry, DeMarco Murray. Um, Bishop Sankey, too, right? Yeah, Bishop Sankey, Destin McCluster is kind of a wide receiver running back. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to pound the rock. I think they, I think I think they have uh, to. I what, think, cause their new, who's their new coach? Uh, is it Mike, Mike Malarkey? Yeah. It's Mike Malarkey, right? Mike Malarkey, yeah. And then he's, hopefully. He's an offensive line guy. He's a guy that's going to want to pound the rock. So, so you have to O line for a reason. Yeah. I love that Derrick Henry pick. I think him oh, and yeah. Murray are going to be a killer one two punch. I, I think so too. And, and hopefully, uh, grabbing Dick LeBeau will help out their defense too. So their defense is kind of where you look over it and you see a name you know every 10th player. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
-hmm. You know, and that player even isn't kind of washed up or just isn't quite what it used to be. One did it right now. Yep. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. So, I mean, could they get good? Yes, but it's just a bunch of, you know. What ifs? No namers and a bunch of uh, what ifs on that roster. Yeah, kind of goes back to the whole potential thing. Um, Lots of it on that line, but it's not working. Yeah. Speaking of that, the Chicago Bears traded up to get. Um, well, I don't, I don't know. I, a person that a lot of people thought had has a lot of potential, but has didn't really prove as much uh, in college as you would like to see with the ninth pick. So they you know they they grabbed up a couple spots, gave, gave up a fourth round draft pick uh, for Leonard Floyd. They took one of my favorite players in the draft, Cody Whitehair, who's pretty versatile. You know, could see him playing probably center or guard. And then another guy who I think, or two guys who I think will be uh, nice impact players this year is Jonathan Bullard from Florida, who will play that, uh, like probably the, the five technique in that defense. And then uh, Nick um, Kaiwatowski, or Kowski, however uh, you pronounce that? Kowski. Yeah, I think he'll be, he'll be a nice addition to their linebacking crew. Um, a nice run stopper. I know he led West Virginia for the past three years in tackles. Yeah, I saw that too. So, um, obviously a guy... He's a note for the ball, obviously. Yeah, he's, obviously. Got someone, he's got someone good to learn under too with Gervais in there. Yeah, exactly. And then one of the, uh, I think one of the nicer picks, a guy who is, I think a guy who could be a really nice compliment, or a comp, yes, compliment, is Jordan Howard, the running back from Indiana. Mm -hmm. I think Deanna yeah. Bush too. Yeah, I mean, they definitely needed a safety, obviously giving up, or... Uh, it happened a couple of days after the draft, an intro roll, but he was hurt most of last year. Um, he blamed it on the uh, facilities, too. Yeah, blamed it on the facility. That's always a good uh, good explanation. Yeah, great for team it. player. Um, but, you know, they, they, they address their, uh, what we hope is their, their safety for next year um, because, you know, they do have a lot of holes at, uh, in their secondary. But, Case, I know you can speak as a Chicago Bears fan. What else? Um, I'm not a huge fan of Leonard, Leonard Floyd pick. I, yeah. I get it, but I think looking back, why would you trade up when the next linebacker or DM was picked at number 19, 10 picks later, Shaq Lawson to the Buffalo Bills? Now, I'm who not, we would have liked to see. Who I would have seen, seen more so than Leonard Floyd. Fit better in our defense. I get the pick. He's a great frame, 6'6", let's say at 244. Now, they said he played under that. Uh, obviously, he put weight on, but I just don't see he... He's a big person. He's a big guy. But when you watch this film, he plays small. You, you, you kind of lose him, you know? If he doesn't get that first jump, he's kind of just lost, yeah. you know? So he didn't I, even have good numbers. Four and a half sacks last year. Yeah. That's nothing. I mean, that's good, but, I mean, we, we've seen better. You know, there's lots he, of was in a, he, he was in a new defensive scheme at Georgia, but, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. Well, Reed's a Georgia guy, though, so what do you think about You want to see him, yeah. see him play more than us. Yeah, I think he's a stud. I think he's the – I think – I mean, I think if you put the – He's someone that will do well if he has another pass rusher opposite of him. So probably he, he's, he? not, he's not a JJ Watt, but he's someone that that like a like a Bruce Irvin or someone someone that if they have a power guy on the other side to offset him, that, that he'll be able to come around the edge and get to the quarterback that way, or a defensive tackle pushing up the pocket. See, I mean, see. I, honestly, he, I could see him being like a Von Miller type player in a couple of years, guys. I really do. I know you guys hate the pick. You probably think I'm talking crazy, but I always loved Floyd at Georgia. He always stood out to I me. Mean, he was one of those players that even if he didn't make the tackle, he was someone that stood out to you mid-game, just when you're watching the game. I think he compared to uh, Alex Ogletree. 
back in yeah. the day. Super athletic. I mean, he, when it comes down to it, he could drop back in coverage if he had to. But freakish athlete. I mean, if they can put weight on him and and and, and I mean, what's a better defensive coach to learn from than John Fox? I mean, hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to just. And Vangio, do, too. Do exactly yeah. what it did to Von Miller to, to Leonard Floyd. Do you think that uh, Pernell McPhee fills that role of that power guy on the other side to help Floyd uh, progress? I think it would definitely, yeah, it'll definitely help him for sure. I think so. And then Eddie Goldman in the middle. I think and Akeem Nix. Maybe yeah. Huge. So I think yeah. it's not a bad pick. I wish we should pick more a guy that could maybe be a bigger impact the first year. But I, I'm one way. I can understand it. where y'all are coming from though, because they traded up to get him. That's the only thing that kind of kind of threw me. I mean, it's me. just. But I yeah. can understand the pick. And just by going off your explanation of the kind of player that he is, because I can't speak, you know, I, I probably didn't watch him as much as you did, Reed. But with a guy like that, especially in the first round, if you're going to move up for a guy like that, you want him to be your number one pass rusher. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what we're all like. You know, because you look around and you know. I, I've been reading a lot into the pick, and I think a lot of people are saying the same thing we are. Where it was kind of an interesting, you jump up to get a guy who's not as proven as you would like in a number nine pick, you know, and and, and maybe not as that impact guy, you know, especially if you're gonna like Casey just said, if you're gonna throw him on the other side and kind of be a compliment yeah. to Pernell Mc, uh, McPhee. So I mean, I hope for the best. Uh, you know, he pans out. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see this year, and then maybe he's a guy uh, who, like, I remember, Reed, you were talking about um, Ziggy Ansa, who might be a, uh, you know, year two or three guy where he really comes um, into his own. I don't know, I just, the, like Reed said, the uh, trading up for the pick is what threw me for a loop because yeah. was, was he really that high on the Buccaneers and the Giants board? Right. You know, if he was off the board... I mean, what are the um, the Giants? Their next one with the cornerback, and the Bucks one with a uh, safety, right? Or yeah, cornerback too. Corner, yeah. Cornerback too. So Hard I mean, graves, yeah. I don't see why. You know, I just don't see why we could use that fourth round pick. But right. I hope I'm wrong. They I got hope, it back. They did get it back. I hope Reed's right personally, but I just um, I guess I'm um, only time will tell. I guess I'm just waiting for the uh, you know 22 and a half sacks. I think, and I also think one of the more underrated. Uh, free agency signings they had this offseason with Brian Hoyer. Oh, definitely. Um, I think, Reed, we're talking about Brian Hoyer as one of, probably one of the more underrated free agency moves. And weirder. Um, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, especially, you know, a couple days after the draft had happened um, and they didn't take a quarterback, yeah. you know, at any time in the draft. Um, you know, they have uh, David Fales, who almost had a play last year. Yep. Um, but... Uh, I, I we've talked about for the past couple of weeks now too how quietly they they have a pretty nice offensive lineman this year and we'll see um, you know who they line up as their their uh, starting five this year but it's going to be some com- some con some kind of combination with Kyle Long and Bobby Massey um, you know we'll see if uh, Cody Whitehair can step in year one and get on that offensive line but they picked up some nice veterans through free agency. To at least make it a competitive uh, training camp. So. You had a guess, Gus. Give us your best idea of what the O line looked like come um, game game one. Yeah, um, I, I would hope that you know they, they throw their best five out there. I know you know in terms of their best five that work together and their best five in terms of offensive linemen. Maybe not the best tackle. Maybe not. Like, what I'm trying to get at is I think Kyle Long could be a great tackle. 
I mean, obviously last year he was, you know, you know, kind of an asterisk pro bowler, you know, in his first year of playing tackle. I know he did struggle, um, but he was also playing with a, a messed up arm most of the year too. But my ideal offensive line would be Kyle Long and Bobby Massey at the tackles, um, Manny Ramirez at guard, and uh, Ted Larson, some kind of combination of Ted Larson, Manny Ramirez, and Cody Whitehair at guard and center. I totally agree. I think that'd be a pretty nice starting five, um, you know, going forward, and and and, and uh, someone that you can build on and protect Jay Cutler. Definitely, that's the key is keeping him healthy, getting old too. Um, but having Hoyer there, you know, I don't mind. You know, if he gets hurt, we'll see what happens. No, I mean, like I said, that's, that was I think one of the more underrated picks where we know that Jay Cutler is not going to stay healthy the whole year. Um, you know, so especially if they're competitive and it gets down to you know the last couple of games. Um, you know, he's a nice option to uh, back up uh, Cutler or step in for an injury. Yeah, I totally agree. But, you know, looking over their roster, um, you know, I hope they, they, obviously this year, I hope they have a little better year than last year. Um, it's going to be a tough division with uh, the Packers there, obviously, year in and year out. Yeah. But uh, Vikings, too. And, uh, yeah, and also the Vikings, who I think will probably win that division again. I did it last year. I think so, too. Um, they have a lot of nice young talent, but anything else to... Uh... I don't think so. I think it's just, um, again, unproven. A lot of good names in the roster, but if can they play as a team cohesion? We'll see. Only right. time will tell. Can uh, Jay Cutler finally get over the hump? Yeah, I, 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 I think so, too. Story of his life. Kind of like can, the... Uh, can, can Alshon Jeffrey be healthy all year? I think if Alshon Jeffrey's healthy all year... They can they can maintain a running game with Forte gone. I think I think they'll be fine. If 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 Cutler can just play within himself, even be more of a game manager. You don't have to be a gunslinger. Just be a game manager with that team. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, I, I agree. But Kevin White too. They mentioned him. I mean, they yeah. have they, yeah, and Kevin White. I mean, they have the defense now. They got Trevathan. They got these guys. They drafted. Trust me, boys. Leonard Floyd's in that ten sacks this year. I'm gonna tell you. Ooh. All right. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. You heard it first on the Gridiron Podcast. Leonard Floyd's gonna have ten sacks this year. All right. Uh, the ten pick. Um, I think a lot of people were surprised that they took Eli Apple. Um, you know, lo- looking at some of the New York Giants uh, media, some of their fans, I think they were kind of surprised at the Eli Apple pick. Um, if Eli Apple doesn't pan out, his mom sure has panned out on Twitter. She's hilarious. Calling out all the uh, all the thirsty chicks going after all the uh, draft picks. Yeah, right. right after the draft. Get out of here. But uh, I think one of the nicer picks in the fifth round uh, here was Paul Perkins, the running back from UCLA. Obviously, having Sam, my brother who played at UCLA, I got to watch him a lot. I think he's one of the more he was one of the more complete running backs uh, this year in the draft. A guy who. Uh, I think it'd step in nicely. Um, and then another guy who I could also see being an impact guy is Darian Thompson. Big-bodied safety say same thing. from Boise State. I like that pick a lot. I know, Casey, you and I were talking about before the draft how we liked him. I wouldn't mind the very snag team in the third, third, fourth round. I would take yeah, that. I, yeah, I, I totally agree. But obviously in the offseason, they made some uh, some nice noise a through lot of free noise. agency. They signed a big contract, Janoris Jenkins. Um, they got uh, JPP back. Um, let's see what. Else. Oh yeah, Oliver Vernon from the uh, from the Dolphins. So uh, we'll, you know, we'll see going forward. You see Jenkins? Yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a huge contract. Obviously, they have a uh, they have a lot of uh, a lot of high hopes for him. They got Victor Cruz back too, supposedly. Yeah. We'll see. But I think another um, look here, looking at it, is another old line with a lot of first round draft picks that didn't pan out. 
Wasn't Pew a first round pick? Pew, Pew's, Pew's good. Pew's good. Is I he? Say that. Yeah, yeah. Flowers. Flowers last year. Look, uh, I, I I saw something on last year how he didn't have the best year, um, but I, I, yeah, he came from Miami where they run they run a, they run a weird offense. I would say it's kind of unlike um, kind of unlike anything else you're going to see in the NFL. So I think he kind of took an adjustment year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weston Richburg, who's center, is probably. One of the better centers in this league, up there with Travis Frederick. Um, but uh, no, I agree. I, I agree with you, Case. Um, it's the old quarterback. You need know, somebody yeah. to keep him up, right? I think another cool thing to look at, just observation-wise, looking at the um, a strength of the uh, Giants is the, their DBs, yes. and they're obviously playing with, against their conference. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're three deep. They're prepared for Des Bryant. Jordan now. Matthews, yeah, Des Bryant. They're ready to stop those guys right in their tracks. You know, right. I think it's, you know, look at Janoris Jenkins, um, Lennon Collins, Eli DRC. Apple, the first round pick, DRC, and they yeah. also and just drafted they that. Apple, yeah. yeah, they just drafted that guy. Who's was the guy from Boise State? Oh, um, what's his face? How are we not see it? Right, he's on the uh, roster. Oh, Darian Thompson. Thompson, yeah, Darian Thompson. I mean, they're they're ready for battle. I mean, they can use some better linebackers. Though, I'm not gonna lie, they're a little weak there. But besides that, they should do pretty well. Front seven strong. I mean, the front four is strong, so yeah. they should be okay. No, I agree. Take some pressure off the linebackers. Yeah, we'll see if Eli Manning can get it back on track. I know last year he so weird. a lot. He's up and down, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, new regime too, new coaching staff. Um, you know, we'll see if they can kind of uh, kind of get things going. Obviously, every week in and week out, we're going to get a highlight from Odell Beckham Jr. Um, oh, and the good thing is they Josh won't be having to learn a new offense because the new coach was the offensive coordinator. So at least Eli Manning will have that in his back pocket. True. He won't have to be learning a new offense. True, true. That's a big adjustment going from – um, a whole new staff to just having, you know, your position coach is still there, too. So. I think overall a good draft for them, though, I think. No, I think so, too. They did team needs as well as best yeah. of the board, too. I think they did a very good job of uh, sort of finding themselves in a pretty deep um, conference. I agree. No, I agree, and, and it kind of goes back to filling your draft board, and they did make some nice free agency moves. So. They, did. they did. I think, you know, altogether a pretty nice offseason for them. And uh, another team last year who I think really underachieved. I think so. Just based on the talent of the team as well. I think injuries as well kind of hurt them. So I think they're going to be JPP's hand thing and Victor Cruz's, uh, what, knee or Achilles, whatever it was. Yeah. I think they kind of put pen in the eight ball and maybe uh, they lost their, uh, lost their swagger. I agree. And Tom Coughlin just imploded. I also think last year, too, and for the past couple of years, ever since Tiki Barber retired, their running back situation oh, has been pretty interesting, too. So I think, like I, like I mentioned before, I think that Paul Perkins is a nice running back that they can build on. They have Bobby Rainey, Shane Vereen, Andre Williams from um, Boston College. Yeah, Andre Williams is a guy they put in, in, in inside the 10 and he can pound it in for you, hold right. on the ball. A lot of those guys they have on uh, their uh, running back squad, a lot of swing men. You know, a lot of get, you know, catch the pass and run guys. Who might know? not be your number one guy. No, yeah, no I agree. Yeah, like yeah, Rainey's Rain, Rain, Rain your third down back that you're going to swing, swing a pass out to. Or Farine. He's yeah. more, of a, more of a wide out than he is a running back. Yeah. So no, they need to address that, take pressure off Eli, too. I agree. Who's a tight end? Um, no. Uh, no, Larry's Larry. Donald. 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 That's right, that's right. Big fantasy guy. Yeah, big time. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So they got the weapons. They got the same offense. No more excuses for Eli. Yeah, exactly. He's getting old, man. See if he can get I, I think I think sure enough, the pass rush, uh, I think JPP will be better with his hand this year, a year after playing on it. And then yes, we'll have uh, Oliver Vernon opposite of him will help also. Yeah, so if those corners pan out and 
and, and do well. I mean, if you have a great secondary and a great pass rush, I mean, that's a good place to start. Good, good luck, Hanbo. I agree. All right, anything else for the Giants? I don't think so. I don't think so. Overall, good uh, draft. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that was picks 1 through 10. Um, uh, or I should say teams 1 through 10. Um, next week we'll be back with picks 11 through 20. Um, Reed, you have any parting words? No, just, I appreciate you guys having me back. I uh, look forward to talking about the rest, of the, the rest of the picks with you guys, especially the next uh, group because my, my Falcons will be in it. No doubt. Always, always a pleasure, Reed. Case, any other parting words? No, I want to thank Reed for joining us again, and uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Appreciate it. As always, we are at Gridiron Podcast on uh, Twitter, and uh, feel free to tweet at us uh, anytime, and we'll discuss what you need to or what you want addressed. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you, Leonard Floyd, ten sack. All right. <laughs>